Hey, thank you for listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are streamed. You can also visit PraiseChapelLasVegas.com and follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas to stay connected with PCLV. Thank you again for listening. Here comes today's message. Go ahead and grab your seats tonight, amen. Praise the Lord. Promise to get you guys out here quickly, amen. Get you home, amen. Praise God. But I want to I want to wrap up uh, 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 the second part of our mini-series, amen. You don't get to choose your enemy. You don't get to choose your enemy. To claim victory in our walk with God, you're going to have to fight the toughest battles. Can somebody say amen? Come on. Because in this battle that you and I are involved in, you don't get to choose your enemy. And if you know that the battle belongs to the Lord, then victory, somebody say victory. Victory is secure. I want you to turn to our text in Judges chapter 6. I'm going to be reading verses 3 to 6. Judges 6, 3 to 6. And the word of God says this. Whenever the Israelites planted their crops, the Minyanites, the Amalekites, and all the eastern people invaded the country. They camped on the land and ruined their crops all the way to Gaza and did not spare a living thing for Israel. Neither sheep, nor cattle, nor donkey. They came up with their livestock in their tents like a swarm of locusts. It was impossible to count them or on their camels as they invaded the land and they ravished it. And it goes on to say in verse 6, The many nights made the Israelites dirt poor and that they cried out to the Lord for help. John 10.10, amen, says that the thief... The thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. Come on. His purpose, church, the enemy that you and I are fighting, the enemy that we don't get to choose, amen. Uh, This enemy comes, uh, and his purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. But he says, my purpose, speaking of God's purpose or Christ's purpose for us, is to give them a rich and satisfying life amen come on somebody say thank you jesus come on the enemy wants to kill you but god wants to give you life come on the enemy wants to steal from you and god wants to give you come on the enemy is out there to destroy you and god is out there to give you victory can somebody say amen this is the god that you and i serve amen so there is a purpose from the enemy but there is a purpose for god for our lives and that is to live a rich and satisfying life i don't know about you but ever ever since i chose jesus my life's been satisfied come on amen come on he is he has blessed me amen and he has he has done some things in my life so his purpose is to give us a rich and satisfying life but the thief's purpose is to steal your harvest to steal your joy And steal your life. Listen. If the thief. The thief I'm talking about tonight church. If the thief is effective. In stealing your harvest. Let me tell you. He'll come back again. Come on. on. And he'll keep on coming back church. Until you defeat him. 
It's like a big bully, amen. Uh, this big bully that comes uh, and it takes away your milk money, amen. If you don't put up a fight amount on Monday, amen, on Tuesday, he's looking for nobody else but you. Come on, somebody. Listen, he will keep looking for you until you defeat him. Uh, he will keep looking for you until you stand and you fight. You have to stand, church, and you have to stand up. If not, he'll be looking for you on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Hallelujah. Come on, and then he'll think about you all weekend long, and he'll come looking for you on Monday again. So you got to make up your mind. Somebody tell your neighbor, make up your mind. You have to make up your mind, and you're going to have to stand up one day. And you, and you know what, you may, you may get a little beat up, amen, but you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to stand up to this enemy, and you're going to have to say, you know what, you're not going to take my milk money anymore, amen. Uh, you're going to have to say, Holy Spirit, come, amen. You know what, you're going to tell, you know, not today, devil. Not today, amen. You may have got me the day before or the past, amen, but today I'm taking a stand, and you're not going to take my money no more, amen. Uh, to not today, devil, get me behind me yes. see you may not feel like fighting but I'm here to let you know you don't got an option uh -oh, come on. you don't have an option like I said before you don't get to choose your enemy Woo. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 11 uh, 10 and 11 says this a final word and he's speaking to the church amen he says a final word be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power Put on the full armor. Somebody say, put on the full armor. Put on the full armor so that you'll be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. Put on the full armor of God. And then you'll be able to stand your ground when the day of evil comes, church. When your battle comes, when your enemy comes to steal your harvest, amen. You must say, I must. Come on, somebody say, I must. You must be strong in the Lord and in his might. It goes on to say in Ephesians chapter 6, 13 to 18, Therefore put on the full armor. Somebody say full armor. Full armor. You cannot just put, put on what you want, guys. You got to put on the full armor of God. So that when the day of evil comes, you'll be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist with the breastplate of righteousness in, in place, and with your feet fitted for the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up, somebody say take up. Take up the shield of faith, which can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the Spirit in all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep praying for all the Lord's people. Yes, yes. Come on. There's, there's a lot there that the Lord is giving us, amen, that if we're going to fight this enemy, uh, this enemy that we don't get to choose, amen, uh, this enemy that comes to steal your harvest, this enemy that comes to kill you uh, and try to destroy you, amen, he says to put on this full armor on, uh, so when the enemy comes, you'll be able to stand uh, your ground, amen, but he says to keep on praying. Come on. I say keep on praying. Amen. Come on, you ever got weak? Come on, you ever got weak in your walk, amen? You stop praying. 
Something happened there uh, where you stop praying because when you pray, you believe. When you pray, there's strength. Amen. Uh, you know what? That's why the that's why Jesus stopped at the garden to what? To pray. Amen. Why? Because he was facing something huge for you and I. He's about to go to the cross to die for you, to die for me, to die for all mankind and shed his blood for you and I, amen. So he said, you know what? He could have been weakened. The enemy could have came and tried to steal his joy, steal, tried to destroy. He tried to destroy him, but he says, no, no, no. My strength is in the Lord. Come on. Daddy has your back. Somebody say, daddy has your back. Come on. He has your back. Come on, we, say, we have a good daddy, amen. We got a good father, amen. And he says here, he, he has equipped us uh, for this fight. Uh, he's equipped us and nothing will catch us, catch us by surprise, amen. And if we keep the full armor of God on, church, uh, that we can stand against any enemy. Come on. But you need to pray. Tell your neighbor, you need to pray. Come on. Tell your girl, you need to pray. Girl. Dude, you got to pray. You know, when people come and, and they, they, they want to sit down, they want to talk with me and say, Pastor, can we talk to you? We got, we got some issues going on. Now. We got marriage issues. And the first thing I tell them, are you praying? In most cases, it's no. That's your problem. Go pray first and come talk to me. Come on, because if you're not praying, church, nothing's going to happen. I can, I can tell you everything. I, I can bring up the Bible, but if you're not praying, church... It's not going to be effective. He says to pray. Keep this in mind. Pray always. Be alert. And also pray for your brothers and sisters. Pray for those that you don't see today. Come on. Pray that they'll be here again. Amen. Come on. Uh, come on. It's time to come back together, church. God's coming back for a church. God's coming back for a church without spot, blemish. Amen. Without any type of wrinkle. Amen. Uh, and we need to be that church. And the enemy's trying to shut us off. Oh, come on. The enemy's trying to shut you up. And I know right now we're doing the precautions. Right now we're, we're trying to follow. We're not trying to be rebellious. We're trying to help out in the problem. Amen. But spiritually the enemy's doing this. Come on. And we as a church need to rise up and understand, you know what, devil, not today, amen. Devil, you're not going to get out of my way. I'm going to preach the gospel. I'm going to go to church. I'm going to do what I need to do, amen, because the Lord is my strength. We must say, I must. We must depend on the Lord's strength and use every piece of the armor. How can you go to a fight with no sword? Come on, you ain't that bad. You ain't that bad. I mean, you may be out, you were bad in the streets, but when this, this is a different, this is a different fight here. This is, this is eternity stuff here. You gotta put on every piece of the armor. Paul's not only giving us the, the counsel to the church, but to all the individuals within the church. He's not just speaking to certain people. He's not just speaking to leadership. He's not just speaking to pastors. He's speaking to the church. He's speaking to you individually. You need to put on the full armor of God if you want to win, win this battle and this fight. See, as we do battle against this mighty power of darkness in this world, amen, we fight in the strength of the church whose power comes from what? The Holy Spirit. Yes. 
Holy Spirit, come. Amen. Come on, somebody say, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit come. come. We got to rely on the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's why when he left, when he, when he descended back, uh, back to the heavens, amen, he says, no, I don't leave you as orphans. But I'm going to send you a comforter. I'm going to send you a friend. I'm going to send you a com I'm going to send you someone that's going to empower you. I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit. Come on, right in the book of Acts says, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you shall receive what? Power. Power. Power to face any enemy that comes your way. So we have to, we have to battle, church. This is a battle for our lives. The enemy's trying to stop you. He's trying to kill you. He's trying to destroy you. He doesn't want you to cross the finish line. Because if you end, on this, if you end up on this side of the line, guess what? It's hell for us. We got to bust through the line. We got we to bust through. And he's coming with all forces to stop us. Amen. We must battle for our destiny. We must battle for the promise and the harvest that God has called us to. If the thief is effective in stealing your harvest, he'll come back again. If the thief steals something from you, and without any battle, without any fight, he'll come back looking for you again. Listen, the owner has more power than the thief. Did, did you hear that? The owner has more power than the thief. Come on. Whatever God gives you, uh, whatever door he opens for you, you have right ownership to it and authority to possess it. See, back in the garden, the enemy didn't drive Adam and Eve out of the garden. The enemy didn't have right, amen. Why? Because the garden didn't belong to him. Satan didn't have the power to drive Adam and Eve out of the garden because he did not have ownership to the garden. You see, the enemy doesn't have power to steal your harvest that God has given you. Listen, he can't steal your harvest if you choose to defend your harvest. Because it's not his harvest. It's your harvest. It's the Father's harvest. You must contend to defend. I said you must contend to defend. You got to fight for your harvest. Come on. If you've been serving God for a, for a, a, some of a, a length of a time, come on, you can't just let the thief come and steal it. Come on, I fought too hard to be where I'm at right now. To let him come in and rip off my destiny, uh, rip off my promises, rip off... Uh, heck no, come on. I, I, I fought too long for this. For you to come in. And he comes in and he just... Little tic-tac stuff. Tic-tac. Tic-tac. I don't know what it is, but it's tic-tac. That means it's petty. Come on, he, he whips you off with petty stuff uh, because he sees you, uh, he studies you, uh, and he comes and he hits you right in the right spot with uh -oh. something weak and it just tears you up. It's tic-tac. Uh -oh, you got it now? Yeah, I got it. All right. Don't let the devil tic-tac you. You got to contend. Listen, you got to contend to defend. You got to contend to defend. You got to wake up every morning with the intentions that today I'm going to battle. 
Today, devil, you got a war coming at you. Today, devil, you got you, you're gonna be scared today. Because you know what? I made up my mind that you're not taking my milk money no more. I'm gonna defend, I'm gonna contend to defend what God has given me, and you you have no right to take it because it doesn't belong to you. You didn't give it to me, you can't take it away. Come on, my daddy gave me all that. It belongs to daddy. Because he will come and rob it, church, if you don't contend to defend. But when you stand in place of ownership, Uh listen, you got to take ownership of this. This eternity is ownership. This destiny is ownership. You got to be serious. Otherwise, you got to be serious. Say, this is, this is, God gave me this. And you're not going to take it, devil. You got to take ownership and be completely submitted to God. And when you're doing that, when you take ownership and you're submitted to God, he cannot take it, church, because he has no authority over what God owns. The owner has more power than the thief. James chapter 4, verse 7 says this, resist the devil. What was that? Resist the devil. I need water. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. See, with the power of the Holy Spirit, church, you can resist the enemy. You can resist the devil, amen. But before you can resist the devil, you must do what James says in James chapter 4, verse 7. Submit yourself. Submit to yourself and then to God. Come on. The NIV says, so humble yourself before God. James chapter 4 verse 7 to 10. Check out check out the translation here in the Message Bible. It says this. Tell your neighbor, listen. Tell your other neighbor, he's going to be talking to you right now. It says this. So let God work his will in you. Yell aloud no to the devil and watch him scamper. Say a quiet yes to God and he'll be there in no time. Quit dabbling in sin let me say that again quit dabbling in sin and purify your inner life quit playing the field come on you ain't no player no more come on somebody you guys you guys are still saving think you're a player still there's something wrong there amen quit playing the field hit bottom and cry your eyes out the fun and games are over get serious Real serious. Get down on your knees before the master. It's the only way you'll be able to stand on your feet. Quit dabbling in sin. He says that we must humble ourselves. We need to stop playing around, church. Come on, stop playing those things that you're doing. Stop doing those things that you're doing. Stop watching those things that you're watching. Stop thinking, listen, like the world. Sometimes you can't even know the difference between the world and the church anymore. We're all doing the same thing. We're all acting like the world. Come on, we, 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 we look like the world. We walk like the world. And for some of us, we maybe even smell like the world. We've got to stop playing with sin, church. The little things that you think that no one knows, he knows. 
Those things that you, you, you got to understand, church, you got to pray. If you're having some trouble with some sin, you're having some trouble with some struggle, you know what? You can't, you're not really defending what you have. You need to get on your knees. You ask daddy anything, he'll give it to you. You need strength, it's there. Put on the full armor. You got the full armor on? Because you have the full armor on, you can, you can contend to defend. Whatever's coming your way, come on, you can contend. You got connections. We got connections here. We got connections in the world, right? You got connections in the kingdom of God, church. Connections that keep on living. Connections to stay alive, church. You got to humble yourself. Submit within your own mind. That means that you need to make up your mind. Am I serving God or not? You cannot do both. Can't play the fence, church. The Bible says he calls you lukewarm. And you know what he does with lukewarm people? <laughs> spits you out. He'll spit you out. Come on, you got to either say, you, God even says, you know what? Either serve me or not. Just make up your mind. I want you either in or out. You can't just be in it part time. Part time, amen. We're, we're Christians on Wednesdays. We're Christians on Sundays and every other day. I don't know what we are. Come on, we, I said this before, amen. Uh, come on, we, we, we want, we're, we're part-time Christians, but we want full-time benefits. We want all the blessings of God, but we don't want to do everything that God's telling us to do. Hello. Come on, someone lock the door, amen. No one's going home today. No one's going home today. Lock that door. That's how we do it on Wednesday. got to make up your mind. you got to humble yourself. you got to submit within your mind. Amen. And then, then submit yourself to the Lord. It starts with you. Somebody say me. me. It starts with you until you make up your mind. Until you wake up. Until you do all these things. Amen. Until you start fighting. Come on. Yes. Until you start fighting, church. Uh, come on. Uh, how can we claim victory if you don't want to even fight? Oh, no. You'll never have victory without a fight. Yeah, the battle belongs to the Lord, but you got to be in the fight for victory to come, church. See, in the Greek, submit demands action. It's a command. Submission is not the same as obedience. It's surrendering of one's will, and it's, it's when you surrender, uh, 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 your surrenderance leads to obedience. That's why James says, chapter 4, verse 6, God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. It's when we humble ourselves. It's when we put our pride aside and we do it God's way instead of your way. That's submission. You know what submission is? Submission is total surrenderance completely. It's doing something that you really don't want to do, but you do it. Come on. That's submission. You simply do what the Father tells you, but you really don't want to do it. God says to love, and we really don't want to love that person because they hurt us, but God says to love them. Come on. Come on. It's doing the things that we don't want to do. Forgive. Who wants to forgive when you've been hurt by that person? Submission is to God's will. God says to forgive, I forgive. I don't want to forgive, but I do it. That's submission. Listen, parents, you are more qualified than anyone, church, to reach your children. Mom and dad, no one is more qualified than you. 
Nobody knows their heart like you do. You do. <laughs> you do. Hallelujah. I need more water. Amen. Do. Hallelujah. What is that? Do. There you go, Pastor. It's just hip preaching. Do. Well. Nobody knows uh, the heart of your kids like you do, church. No one can touch them the way you can touch them. Come on, parents. We need to pray for our children. Uh, we need to continue to minister to our children. Uh, you need to continue to reach out to your kids. Amen. It's okay to have other people pray for them, but don't stop praying yourself. Remember, the harvest that the enemy steals is the one that you give up on. You give up on your children, the enemy will take them. But it's up to you, say me, me. to dust off your Bible. Keep seeking God. Keep getting on your knees and keep praising God in your hearts. It's up to you. We've got to stand our ground, church. We've got a lot to lose. We got to contend to defend. There are only two kinds of people when it comes to trouble. Those who stand and those who run. Come on. It's faith that stands and it's fear that runs. You must stand your ground for victory.